And we are live, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Half Court Podcast. You already know I'm Darwin. Got AV behind the camera. And today, yes, today we have a special guest. We got Cave in the motherfucking building. He is the owner of Twisted Minds. So, Cave, kind of take it over. Tell us what you're doing. Let's just go from there, man. How y'all doing, man? Uh, well, my name's Cave. Y'all can find me on social media like Cave Gonzalez. Okay. Um, Man, I, I own a tattoo shop here in Oklahoma City, and yeah, that's pretty much what we do. No. So you got uh, Twisted Minds, man. That name is pretty unique. So how do you came up with that? Uh, man, is your mind twisted? A little bit, man. Yeah? Yeah. That's nah. how you, you want hunted with Definitely, it, you know? Definitely, yeah. Nah. Uh, man, it started back in high school, really. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was just me, a bunch of group of homies, and... Uh, we were painting we were doing graffiti yeah that's what it was and man it was my crew so it was tmk twisted minds crew yeah okay that's tight man um what year was this when you were uh, doing graffiti and all that man i'm gonna say this is maybe like oh eight yeah oh seven oh eight yeah so yeah because cave was probably he was <clears throat> one of the and tank and all them they were like a, the pioneers kind of like graffiti here because i mean at least artistically, they were like doing shit that nobody was doing. So yeah, that's tight. Uh, yeah. Did you guys do some of the trains? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Okay, okay. Man, I appreciate that. That's crazy that you feel that way about it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always pay respects where it's due, bro. Because that's the. I mean, when I remember, I would look like at New York shit, and there was nothing here. I mean, there was, you know, the older guys, but me being the age that I am, they were the ones that I was seeing like in the street. Got a, oh, yeah. got a guest pulling up, you know, showing some love. Well, not a guest. Uh, uh, somebody from the audience pulling up. Shout out to my guy, Eric, in the motherfucking building. What's up, brother? <laughs> How y'all doing? <laughs> Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you with the beers and shit. Um, so, <clears throat> shit. So, um, I've always, like, back when I was little, man, I always liked the graffiti thing. But I never got the good, like, touch. So, you want a beer, bro? No, I'm straight. You good? Okay. Thank you. Yeah. I never got the... I always had like a standard, just regular graffiti. I never took it to the next level as far as doing different styles and fonts. Appreciate it, bro. So, do you do a different styles and shit? Yeah, definitely, bro. Um, I mean, I think now doing tattooing, it's developed my style into doing yeah. a lot more stuff. But, uh, man, it's went from graffiti to cursive to... I mean, anything, really. Yeah. I mean, we even got professional settings where we could do like... Uh, how you have your logo and yeah. stuff like that. You know what I mean? Stuff that's a lot more legible. Yeah. And, so does know. that graffiti transitions into like art and shit? Like right now you can put a paint whatever the fuck you want on this wall. Yeah. 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 That's tight. yeah. How do you do it though? <laughs> do you do it with sprays or? Yeah, spray paint. Yeah, look at the wall. Just freestyle, man. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> can you paint with anything? Uh, yeah, I would say so. I mean, because I started painting with paintbrushes uh, well, way before I did graffiti or anything like that. You know what I mean? Just when I picked up a can, that's when I was really like, yeah, this is it. Like, yeah. that's my brush, huh? You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's I was like, yeah, this is it right here. Oh, yeah. So, how long have you had your tattoo shop, bro? Man, that's a tricky question, bro. <laughs> so, because I know, you know, like, just tell us the backstory of how you even started to do tattoos and, like, how did it go from there? Man, so, I'm about to take it way back with that. Uh, a lot of people don't know, but tattooing was illegal here. Yeah, so it was bad. We were talking about what year? Uh, this is 06, actually. 06? Yeah. Damn, it was illegal? Yeah, illegal. Banned. Like, 
uh man when i say that imagine nobody here doing it. and the people that were uh man they were considered criminals most people learned in prison or you know stuff like that a lot of the people that i looked up to and things like that it was pretty crazy <clears throat> so back in 06 there wasn't nobody that was my age or anything like that that you could just dream and be like i want to be a tattoo artist you know what i mean like that wasn't an option yeah <clears throat> uh Basically, started doing graffiti. Uh, tattooing gets legal. Tattoo shops start opening in the south side. Uh, one of the shops that I recall going to a lot is uh, Demented Images. First place, overall, 59th and Blackwater. Uh, man, walked in there, and I remember seeing all the graffiti everywhere. Just It was the first thing where I was in, like, Inside the shop? Hold up. Yeah, okay. inside right. the shop. Not outside. Yeah, like. Man, just some sick shit in there. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what are they doing? You know, and I go up there and I see these dudes and they're tattooing. That shit was crazy, man. What blew my mind is like, when I hear them and I hear how much money they're making off of this and doing stuff like that, I'm like, what the hell? Like, you're telling me like, everybody that I know that's tattooing, that is considered a criminal, this and that. Like, there's people out here getting, you're talking lawyer money, like, doctor money and shit and i'm like what the hell like i was mind blown bro like i couldn't even like process it bro i was like what the fuck is happening like it, it was wild bro like yeah. my life is about to fucking change oh man, man bro like so it did that like spark like oh shit i gotta get on this shit like even more bro that's when it hit and then that like man that's when i knew i was like all them people that already been doing this and stuff like they've been knowing you know what i mean like Shit, they've been trying to tell people, but man, people look at them fucked up. They see them with tattoos, and yeah, you know what I mean. It's like, all automatically you get you know judged. They man. see a person with tattoo, it's like, oh, he's criminal. How, did your life change a lot when you decided to uh, tattoo your face? Like, mm, nah, just like the way people. Well, definitely, yeah, I definitely got stared at a lot more. You know what I mean? I'd go into a store and I could tell. I'd sit there and I'd be picking up a bag of chips and I'd like feel this fucking. Just like presence, you know what I mean? I look over and there's like a lady just like staring me down, bro. You know what I mean? Like that. I look at her and she like looks away real quick. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, damn, lady. Like, hey, don't rob chips. me. Don't rob me. Yeah. Like, hey. And did, you, did <laughs> you get that whenever you already knew that you were you're never going to have to like have any sort of job? Or you like what? When was the point where you decided, fuck it, I'm going to tap my face? Yeah, it was something like that, bro. Uh, I mean, and you can't say you're sure, but I mean, I, I knew that. You just didn't want to do the average shit. Like no, the, man, the, and it wasn't even that, bro. So, like, before I even dreamed of being a tattoo artist, I wanted to be just a graffiti writer. Just go out there. And, man, I, I used to be in school, and i tell my teachers, I'd be like, man, one day I'm going to be this big graffiti writer. Be like, I'm going to go out to all these different states. I'm going to hit shit up. I was like, people are going to pay me to do them designs, like, so that they could have to wear and, like, for their businesses, shit like this. You know what I mean? And, like, man, they used to look at me like I was crazy, bro. They'd be like, you need to pick your pencil up and do your work. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, so, man. <laughs> with with that shit, because I know like a lot of graffiti people, they gotta stay under the radar. Because if you get caught, the majority of them do shit outside, no. Well, the thing is, yeah, I mean, like, is there <laughs> such a, is there such a thing as like a professional like graffiti? Well, that was a thing, bro. Whenever, because uh, I used to fuck around with the graffiti shit too, and was it there you? Was, that? There was no like uh, no, there was no structure for it. Basically, yeah. it's kind of like me hopping into the video shit. Like there was really no, they had to kind of make the wave. Like sometimes I would see them painting at like. What was that shop on 59th and it was that, a big ass wall. That's the place I'm talking about, bro. That's yeah, that first yeah, tattoo right shop. Yeah, so that crazy. was like one of the first tattoo shops to hit the south side of OKC. Before that, bro, I'm telling you like 
Man, you couldn't even dream of being a tattoo artist. That shit opened up my mind to a whole different setting. When I heard they were really getting paid, you know, man, I used to try to tell my mom, be like, dang, I want to do that. You know what I mean? And she'd be like, you crazy. My mom's old school, traditional oh, yeah. Mexican, bro. Like, man, she was like, you crazy. She's like, you start getting tattoos, you out of here. Like, this and that. It was, it was like, wild, stay in bro. school. If not, you out. Man, I don't you know want tattoos. I mean? yeah, 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 it was, yeah. It was wild, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, she's diehard Christian, so it was... It was intense. Shit, she cried when I got my first tattoo. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Damn. <laughs> hey, she didn't even tell me that. She was just disappointed, man. She what, cried. At what age like, you get your first? You, you are twisted, man. That shit was wild, bro. I was like, man, what, am I, what can I do about that? You know? So, like, so at what age you got your first tattoo? Uh, I was 17, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I waited a little bit. Man, all my homies and stuff, they were getting blasted up. Man, like, I got one homie back in the hood, j Lo, shit, Man, he got tattooed when he was nine years old, bro. That shit was ridiculous. Yeah. The older homies had tattoo machines. Wait, 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 wait. At nine? Bro, we were young. We were young. We used to run around, ride bikes the hood. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just kicking it. So, up the street from me, stayed, uh, man, old school cat. He's still tattooing right now. K1. You know, shout out to oh, K1. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shout out to K1, man. Hey, oh, yeah. I grew up on the same block with him out there on 36th Amita, you know, over here off yeah. Portland. Man, well, I mean, it was... It's That's the hood, tight. yeah. It's back That's here tight. behind the safari club and shit. Like, yeah, yeah. It's 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 pretty gutter back there. But uh, uh, man. So we used to roll around and uh, they had tattoo machines and shit. And I not just him, but different people from around there and whatnot. And man, I remember some of the homies getting tatted. You know, twelve years old. They was they was getting blasted, bro. Damn. Like, so, yeah. <laughs> That, and I waited, man. I remember I was like, "Fuck that!" And I see their work, and I'd be like, "Hell no!" Like it's, it's terrible shit. Yeah, huh? hell yeah, bro. Yeah, hey, yeah. a lot of the homies trying to practice on. Yeah, them, that's man. what I always say, man. I think the right time, in my opinion, is to get your tattoo between twenty-seven and thirty because you're mature enough to make the right decision to get, you know. But not everybody has fucked up tattoos. But I know a lot of people that when I ask them, "Hey, where did you get that tattoo?" Oh, this was when I was drunk and all fucked up and on drugs and shit. And they're not proud of it, you know. So there should be like an IQ level. Like if you have this IQ do level, do a little test or something. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you can't get tatted. Yeah, yet, man. I mean, I, for the artist, it ain't shit because the artist's gonna get paid regardless. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, nah, fucking freedom and shit. Yeah, that's exactly, what, exactly. That's what makes America great. That, that's how you learn from your mistakes, you know. So I don't know, man. I kind of feel a different way about it. Like, uh, what do you think, man? I think a lot of your tattoos are like earned, really. That, and that sounds weird because, uh, well, a lot of people don't live like that, but there's still people that. Man, they're not in the same financial circumstances that we are. And, man, there's really people out there that are still in the hood and they still do hood shit, bro. Yeah. Yeah, there's still kids out there getting tattooed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Just yeah. So I feel like uh, even if it's something, say, that they're not proud of or something, man, a tattoo is just more meaningful than that. It tells a story. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, even the process of maybe, say, having to get it another covered up you know put yeah. something doper on top of it yeah like whenever you have that mentality to make that decision just it's just yeah that's man. one thing i say i think every tattoo has to have a meaning i mean there's people that just love to have tattoos on it and at the end of the day it's still going to be art but uh yeah i want to get a sleeve and i want it's going to be different pieces but it's going to end up being a full sleeve but like i said it's just always something that has to mean something yeah. to you See, so like a lot of my tattoos i'm not necessarily proud of and man uh I like to say I do pretty dope work, I guess. No, but uh, that's good, bro. Got, You're confident got, in your work. I got some, you know, like these tattoos I did. This I did myself. You know what I mean? Like, shit, my cousin did this on me. But you're talking like years back, like when we we're getting started and stuff. Tank, man, he did this when we were at my mom's garage. Like, yeah, 
You know what I mean? And this so is basically like, what you're saying is that the, the, even like the tattoo tells a story of your time. Like it brings back man, memories. Like, exactly. Oh, when I got this shit, it's because this happened in hey, my life. And it's kind of like. And that's a, what a lot of people don't understand. That's the actual reason that I got that tattoo. So people are like, why would you get that tattoo? Man, like, so I got this tattoo because Tank did it. You know what I mean? Not because I wanted it to have a certain meaning, but because that's that's my brother, man. You know you know what I mean? So like, so you have kind of like his signature. Like you can say, man, hey, man I got this I'm from saying? my brother like, Tank. You know, like, yeah, you know what I mean? That's his signature. Like, that's his style and, right here. And that was that's why I was like, just get down. You know, whatever you want. I didn't even pick the tattoo, bro. Like that tattoo was given to me. You know what I mean? Like tight. I don't know how to explain it. It's just, yeah, it's tight. <laughs> it's tight. You know, um, when you start doing like tattoos, like how what was the way you learned it to like kind of get started and master that shit? Man, well, shit, a lot of the first shit that I seen was actually from K1, man. I remember seeing them way back, I'm telling so you. So, K1, is it the the rapper? The yeah, one that can spit? bro. Hell yeah. Yeah, damn. That's tight. That's hey, tight. I'm telling you, We got to get him in, man. I think we got to get him in. I feel like it would be tight. Yeah, what you think, Eddie? Multi-talents, bro. He <laughs> yeah. tattoos, sings, rap. I seen, yeah, I seen some of his freestyles. He can spit. You he know? Got, he has yeah. luscious hair. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, what was that process, bro, uh, when you start? Man, well, like that, I was learning some stuff, and I picked up things here and there, but uh, my bigger learning process was when I decided to get an apprenticeship. Uh, I got an apprenticeship at Southside Tattoos. It was over off 74th and Western, and this is like uh, late 2009 uh, or super early, to, man, like January 2010, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, uh, man, it, it was one of the only shops over here. It was crazy. Uh on the south side, really, the only shops I could think of like that, man, was Demented Images, that south side tattoos, and that was already kind of getting more towards more area, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, man, for the most part, everything's north side or, you know what I mean? Like, we just didn't have the opportunity Is there a here. school for, like, tattoos? Nah, bro. How, but how do you get your, like, license and shit? Because I know you- So you got to do an apprenticeship. Uh, when you do an apprenticeship, you got to find a sponsor first. Man, and there's only a handful of sponsors. Yeah. That's the thing. Well, times are a little different now. There's there's definitely a lot more, but shit. At this time, whenever I was doing it, there was literally a handful of sponsors. Like, uh, you you could ask the health department, and they would tell you who to go to. And the thing is that most of the time they were full. And uh, man, like on some other shit, I was Mexican, and I know that sounds weird, but so when tattooing started here, man, it, it, white people ran the game. Like, I, I'm not trying to be like racial towards it but like that there was no mexican people that were like doing this bro it was crazy if you were mexican and you tattooed you were probably at a house and he was like the only mexican person that i could think that was tattooing legitimate at that time was uh fernando uh he was out in norman and uh the only reason i knew about him is because he came from the graffiti game yeah uh so that, that's where I met him. I made him at a show uh, called Made You Look. This is mm. way back in the I day. remember that shit. Yeah. They used to have the the Ava Mendes on the on the fucking flyer. Hell <laughs> yeah. All kinds <laughs> looking of Looking all sexy and shit. So you'd be like, oh. Then it said Made You Look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, that's crazy. It was a graffiti show, man. My boy Spin used to put that shit on way back in the day, man. Like, it was... Man, that, what was that like? Two thousand man, that was way man, back that's, in the yeah, fucking. That's that's like some oh six times, sixth like, grade probably. Yeah, oh six, oh seven, oh yeah. eight. Like that's all them times right there. Like. So when did it actually become legal to tap? Tattooing? Yeah. Oh, tattoo. uh, it, yeah, it was at the end of that year. So basically, oh seven. So basically, yeah. it was a bunch of graffiti artists that turned probably tattoo artists, huh? Because at that time, well, that's when it was hitting hard. Like, yeah, they were trying to, but. Uh, the whole department still required you to do all kinds of shit, and you had to pass a test. 
You know how many I mean? how many uh, hours is it? Just so people get an idea that uh, of all the man, fucking all the hours. fuckery you had to go uh, through. How much? Fifteen hundred. Yeah. Also, oh, so kind of like the barber shit, huh? That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ridiculous. and it's not just that. So even after the fifteen hundred hours, most shops uh, now these days, I think it's they only require you to be with them like a year. But uh, man, back in the day, so how does that work? Even went like, five years to get you know in the, I mean? to like, get the hours in. Do you have to like tap tap people and shit? Nah, get, nah. The hours is no tattoo time. So that's why they require you to stay time after those hours because that's when they actually teach you to tattoo. During those 1,500 hours, they teach you nothing but, like, sterilization and just sanitation stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, everything so that you can have proper... It's like a curriculum, basically. Yeah, it's just like yeah exactly. Like, this, 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 this. Yeah. Okay. Crazy part is that they actually don't have a curriculum. You know what I mean? They gave you some other curriculum for, like, medical micropigmentation, yeah, and then make you take a test for tattooing. But they have no tattooing curriculum. No. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> and their bitch has on blast. Now. Yeah. Oh, me. Damn. No, but that's, that's how, I mean, it's sad, bro. But, like, barber schools, that's, you know, there's a couple There's a couple good schools. But for the most part, it's people just taking money and, and like, stamping a fucking paper type shit. Yeah, Someone definitely. needs to change that shit, man. Someone needs to change it and make and it that, fun. That's, I mean, basically, Cave at Twisted Minds, that's kind of what he did. Because you taught a lot of people how to, how to tattoo and shit, too, right? Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's what's up, man. So when you do your first tattoo, it's it's on a person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How, yeah. What, what, it, did you feel pressure? Like, ah, oh, shit, if I fuck this up, man, I felt scared, kind of like the beginning of this yeah. podcast. Nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, that's how it was at first, but once you get in there, it's like, shit, I'm already in here. You know what I mean? Like, I might as well get this, get this done, do it right. I yeah. don't know. You get focused. Yeah. Do you think that drawing is a, like God get like a God given talent like one of those things like when people can sing type shit? Absolutely not. No, nah. <laughs> hell no, nah. I do not. I don't think that. Uh, I think that some people have uh, a higher. I don't know how to explain it. Like a, a faster jump on it. I don't know how to explain it. Like learn more quicker, knowledge. Get, yeah. not, not even just people are more. They have more access to those things, so they learn a lot more things. Like compared to when. Uh, Say somebody who grows up in a gym or something, man, they'll be more used to doing those things to somebody who's never been in one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's not that they have a God-given talent to just, they've been seeing people do that shit their whole life. Like, Repetition. And, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So when they go in there, like, even if they've never done it, like, man, they're like, man, you're supposed to do this like this. Like, you know what I mean? So it's just a little So did you surround them. yourself around artists or the artists were already around you? Now, I surrounded myself with other artists. I travel a lot, and I go to a lot of different places, man, just looking for it. Uh, I feel like here in Oklahoma, there's not a lot of things like that. There's still not a lot of opportunity. Like you were saying, uh, man, it graffiti never, say, really blew up in here. It died down. After that era, whenever I was going to school, a lot of people went to jail. A lot of people got locked up. Just uh, pff, Nobody really did anything with that, man. People could have went further. They really don't know it. I mean, fuck it. It's graffiti. You know what I mean? It's not for sale, but... Uh, they could have done art, you know, like uh, graphic designing, you know, uh, making shirts, like, man, just so much more into that. And that's the people that are like making mad money right now out in Cali doing shit like yeah, that. Yeah, I feel bro. like, like uh, what's what's now the thing is doing like, uh, what would you call those, The you know, where they do like, a, let's say a LeBron hole, you know, like, what do you call those? A mural? Um, yeah, that. Mural? So like yeah. those are pretty popular. But those are like most like in big cities of legends. So like, if you were to do one, bro, like who, yeah. who would you put? You know, as far as like legends here in Oklahoma. 
Do we have any? A legend from Oklahoma, yeah. you're saying? That you would paint out? Is that yeah, what like you would do like, you know how Nipsey Hussle. Yeah, okay, yeah. And then when LeBron got traded, he signed with the Lakers. West, Westbrook was kind of that motherfucker for a while. Like, yeah, for I think us. He, Easy did a piece pretty sick. Yeah, yeah I think Westbrook would be pretty tight. Yeah, what, 11 years he spent here? Yeah. Now, I don't know, man. If I did something right now, honestly, like I'd probably want to do somebody from Oklahoma, though. Yeah, he, that's true. It sounds, that kind of sounds weird, but like. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though he played for us or, you know, stuff like that, like. uh Man, what about a? Uh, huh? Yeah. What yeah, would you, you know do? What I mean? If you were, <clears throat> I don't know. To be honest, from Oklahoma. Yeah. I don't know. We don't have a legend yet. I don't think. so. What from, about uh, from Oklahoma? Alex. Yeah. Oh yeah. He so goes hard, settle? man. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I settled. Yeah, right yeah, he goes hard. That's the champ yeah. right there. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, that yeah, motherfucker yeah, yeah, sold yeah, out yeah, the uh, energy of uh, yeah. Chesapeake Arena. That like. Yeah. Hey, but that was a big show. Like that was like some movie shit, bro. Yeah. When I was in the stands, it felt like Rocky and shit. I was. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's what man. He really did it, bro. I don't know. Like, uh, he's I a hard like, worker. He's a hard worker. I, f- I feel like uh, everybody in their own like uh, art or career type thing. You know what I mean? Like the thing that it is that you're doing. You want to make it to that level. I guess like what people say, like you made it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like man, and I, he definitely fucking made it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, bro, that's crazy. That's that's some yeah. And then the amount of discipline you have to have, man. Boxers they go through like some crazy workouts, crazy training, and yeah, like definitely. Fuck, I don't, I don't know if I can wake up at five in the morning and fucking run how many so miles. Sprints. And yeah, I mean, I mean, everybody. But that's it's, it's, it's a thing of beauty. Like an art form too. You yeah, know? yeah, it's a like, thing of beauty. The, the discipline that they create and shit, it's a thing of beauty. So, shout out to Sarcedo. So basically, like you transition from uh, graffiti, tattoos. At what point do you just decide to go full throttle? Like all this time, you're that's all you're doing. You don't have like a job or. No, no, yeah, man, I had a job whenever I first started. I did a lot of shit, man. I was a shoe shiner for a while. <laughs> Worked at Tom's Formal Wear. Yeah. yeah. Fucking, uh, man, and then uh, after that, I quit my day job so that I could be at the at the tattoo shop full time. So then the only type of job I could get was nighttime. So then I started working at a taco stand. Yeah. <laughs> Tight. So, Which taco stand? Uh, man, I was over there in front of the Shamrock on 29th and Agnew. It's, it's not, uh, it's not Pila, but it used to be Is it right still there. there? Are they still I know, in business? I don't business? think they're there no more. Yeah. Are they still in business though? Um, shit, I really don't know. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I really don't know like that. Uh, what age is this? Like that you're working at the, uh, man. So this is the whole time I'm doing my apprenticeship. So I actually started working in a tattoo shop when I was 17, man. I wasn't even 18 yet, but, uh, man, I, I was looking, man, cause, uh, so, like, it started to hit, you know, and I'm like, shit, I'm about to get out of high school. Standing the third, I'm like, what am I about to do for a job, man? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was I'm trying to go to college. Bro, that's when it hits, brother. Hey, like, I knew I wasn't going to college. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's when like, it hits. When you graduate from high school, it's like, ooh, like, that's, that's when shit gets, like, you get punched in the face. Like, because you're about to work every day for the exactly. rest of your life, basically. It's like, man, fuck man. this shit. I better choose something that I fucking like. Yeah. Yeah, that's a... Yeah, so, man, that shit's just... It was hitting, and I was like, what can I do that, uh... Fuck, I can, I can do what I love to do, just draw, and, uh... Man, just do me, you know what I mean? Like, I had a problem with authority, all kinds of shit, bro. Like, it just wasn't a good thing, like... At this point, you were already spending endless hours drawing and doing Oh, yeah, this time I was doing graffiti, and... you know what I mean? Like, I was out there bombing and shit, like... Yeah. You went to Grant, huh? Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. 
I think, uh, you know, this also should teach, you know, this whole COVID-19 shit should teach people to develop more than just one skill because I've seen homies, friends, family members frustrated because they either got laid from a job or, like, they're like, ah, you know, they can't do shit. They got to wait. And then they're like, man, I wish I could have done some other shit or learned some shit. Like, they should have taken the time to learn a different skill set because it's very important to just be diverse. So speaking of that, bro, how's uh, this whole thing affected your business? Uh, shit, we're closed down right now. Yeah. And uh, are you prepared for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was prepared for yeah. it. So, uh, I mean, the business has been doing pretty good. It's been going for a little while yeah. now. So uh, we had some money saved back and whatnot. And, oh, yeah. But uh, shit, I mean, still it sucks. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, for sure. Just, I mean, everybody, I think, uh, is ready for this shit to be over. And I don't know. I, I think uh, we're going to end up living with this shit because they're not going to find a cure within like a year, year and a half maybe. So we're going to learn how to live with this shit, you know. In New York, it's mandatory. You have to have a mask. If you don't have a mask, they're gonna, they'll are gonna they find you. So Crazy. We, might, we might get to that shit, you know. Like, you got to thug it out for yeah. a year or two. You're going to have to invent air handshakes from six feet apart, you know, like, hey, what's up, bro? I know Eric's fucked up coming in. I was like, damn, I haven't seen you in a long time, you know, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Fuck but, it, bro. It's, it's, it is. But I don't know. We'll see. I guess it's all in God's hands. Real shit. Whoever's so, up there. um, where were we? The, where were we? Uh, transitioning. You were working, drawing graffiti. Oh yeah. We talked about the tra- taco truck and. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, so, at seventeen, you're in a shop. Uh, oh, you, we were talking about the, you were about to leave high school, and you're thinking like, what the fuck? Yeah. Should, you know yeah, what yeah. I'm gonna do? So, um, man, I, I was just I was sweating it. You know what I mean? And then I remember, and I was like, man, why not tattooing? You know what I mean? Uh, a homie actually called me to me and he was like, man, you should try to tattoo. You know what I mean? And I was like, man, you're right. He's like, and I know where I could get some tattoo equipment. So I hit up my partner, Tank, you know what I mean? And I'm like, hey, bro. I was like, you still got your tattoo equipment? He's like, man, I could get some. He's like, I don't got everything, so, but I could get what we need. So I was like, all right. So he hits up K1. Nah, <laughs> we know. Nah. <laughs> up the street, bring Yeah, so we borrow his stuff, man. And we start tearing shit up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we hit up, we start hitting up the homies and we're like, hey, so who wants to get tatted? You know what I mean? Man, niggas was lining up, bro. Like, yeah. How bro. many no's? Did you get a lot of no's? Nah, not really, man. So, like, like you're saying, at this time, we already had a lot of time invested. We've been doing the graffiti thing, like, hard. So, we had murals and shit put up at this time. Like, and you didn't see that nowhere. Uh, at this time, there was no legal walls, no nothing like that. So, Man, we were getting the first spots. Everything that was going up, it was us, especially if it was in the south side. Uh, there was other graffiti and other shit like that, but, man, it was all north side, far east side. Like, man, yeah. 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 Hey, even even Tulsa. Tulsa had a pop, and, man, they had shit going down. down. Yeah, but, uh, man, here in the southwest, on the south side of OKC, there yeah. wasn't shit going on, man. Y'all was like, running that. Man. Running that shit. There was other people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Shit, I was I was young and coming up. I wouldn't say I was running it, but man, I definitely <laughs> came up. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, shit. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. So, when you decide to be like, I'm gonna transition into like opening my own shop. Like, where were you at the time, and how did that come up? I had already been doing my apprenticeship, so I went through a lot of fuckery with my apprenticeship. Uh, I didn't go mention no names, but started with this dude. He was bullshitting me. He was just telling me, he's like, yeah, you know, we'll go to health department, get taken care of, whoop de whoop So I'm sitting there, I'm putting in these hours. Man, it's been like six months. 
I'm like, yo, I got mad hours stacked. I'm doing 12-hour days. Like, this shit is serious. I got this shit logged. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm like, yo, what's up? Like, and yeah, I started when I was 17. So I couldn't get in there until I was going to be 18. So he's like, as soon as you're 18, he's like, we'll go up there. We'll turn your shit in. He's like, we'll get these hours counted. We'll, do, he's like, we'll get you right through the process. Like, I'm like, already bet. Man, the day was just never coming, bro. I'd ask him about it, come to find out. You know, I go to the health department, and uh, he wasn't even fucking able to do a sponsorship and shit like that, bro. And I was like, what the fuck? Awesome bullshit. Man, bro. So I didn't even hit him up no more. I stopped going. I just, so what was he? Was like, fuck what you. was his point of doing that? Like, he was just using you for labor or? Pretty fucking? much, bro. Yeah. I mean, I would do shop shit. You know what I mean? I'd clean. I'd fucking apprentice shit. Yeah. You know what I but mean? But did you still learn some shit even though? Yeah, I mean, I definitely learned some shit. And I really wouldn't even say off him. Man, so this is at Southside Tattoos. You know what I mean? And uh, off old dude. Yeah, I don't even really learn shit off him. But like, uh, man, there was old dude in there named Phil. Uh, he was the owner of the shop. And whenever he already had an apprentice. And he was sponsored to do an apprentice uh, an apprenticeship and uh so whenever i got there he was like fuck he's like i wish i would have waited he's like if you would have been my apprenticeship he's like i would have made you so badass dude like you know he used to tell me and i'd be like damn and i used to see him get down he would do portraits at this time and i was like what the fuck like this dude i remember he did a fucking uh cheeseburger one time or it was a big mac man it had fucking the seeds on the bread and shit like bro it was fucking, very detailed it was crazy and i was like what the fuck like i barely even seen art like that this nigga tattooed it bro like i was like what is going on like it, so it i mean yeah that, that's like, crazy because that's kind of the, with the barber shit that's how it is too there's a lot of back in the day that's how it was there was a lot of people just take advantage of people and get the commission and then end up not even enrolling them or nothing that's what happened to me too fucking barbering but so that's what was going down i ended up um uh, I ended up leaving that place. Uh, I go to this other spot. It's not even around no more either. Called Let Us Let Devils. It was uh, over there next to that Christie's Toy Box on I-35 in like uh, 89th. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I go in there and uh, I'm waiting on this dude. He could do he could do an apprenticeship, but he's got somebody and he's like, shit, two months. He's like, he'll be done. You know what I mean? And I'm like, shit, I'm so eager to get it done. I'm like, I ain't even tripping. Like, I've been wait, waiting this long for some bullshit. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm about to get in here. I was like, I'll, I'll chill, you know what I mean? I was like, I'll help you out still these two months. I was like, and whenever I can start, I was like, we'll start my shit normal. So I'm doing it, and uh, he already ha- he has another artist in there, Jared Waite. And uh, he's able to take in, an apprentice at that time. And he's like, man, you know what? He's seen me working, and he's like, if you want to get your shit started like sooner and everything, he's like, I heard about what happened to you. He's like, I'll take you on. So I'm like, fuck yeah. I was like, like good looking now, you know what I mean? Like, So he took me on, man. Uh I started doing my apprenticeship under him for a while. Uh, I was with him, and then he ended up moving shops to end up going back to Demented Images, the spot that used to be on 59th where all the graffiti used to go down that you're talking about. Uh, You you went back over there? Yeah, he went over there to work. Yeah, 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 yeah. so I ended up working at that shop. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, now now I'm I'm in the chair, like, tattooing type shit, like, over there, and... uh, well, I was still doing my apprenticeship, though, and at that time, he got offered a... Man, he was good. He did a tattoo on my leg, super fucking realistic, like, uh, and uh, he got offered a job out in Lawton. It's a high-speed shop, you know, next to a military base. Like, man, these niggas is getting money. I'm talking doctor money. Like, this shit is ridiculous, bro. Even better. <laughs> I, can't, I can't stress it, but so as soon as he got that offer, they hit him up. He's like, I'm gone. You know what I mean? He didn't have a whip at that time, so he was in a motorcycle. 
Uh, so he was going a lot and back and forth daily on a motorcycle or he would go out there and stay for a fucking week and like, man, why well, had shit to tend to over here? Like I couldn't be doing that. And, uh, I still had my contract where I had to be under him for so long. You know what I mean? So, uh, shit, he, he helped me out. He went, did his thing. He never fucking unsigned me or nothing. I finished out my shit like that. But at that time, like he's not there. So I don't really know these people over there and whatnot. So I stopped working there. Uh, uh, at this time, I'm working at my house now, you know what I mean? Like, man, yeah, bro. So, like, I, yeah. I don't, I'm not at a shop. I ain't doing nothing, you know what I mean? And I'm like, fuck, but uh, everywhere that you hit up, you know, at that point, I couldn't stay there because, uh, well, they didn't have space, you know what I mean? Like, it, it was weird the way it was set up. Like, uh, it was only three booths in the spot. Man, they took turns and shit, like. I don't know how to explain it. It was almost like a timely thing, but... Like chefs and shit, like, man, bro, it's my like, turn. Like, yeah, I got to clock in, nigga. Man, and I didn't like that, you know what I mean? The whole point of me doing, like, what I wanted to do was so that I didn't have to have, like... You could be on your time. Yeah, you know what I mean? Do what I wanted, when I wanted, how I wanted, like... It was just my shit, like... Yeah, yeah. And, uh... Fuck, well, I started to realize that it didn't work like that, man. Once you do that, these people want you in their shop. Most people want to put you on a percentage. So I can't get a job nowhere, do nothing, because I'm hitting everybody up. And, man, they talking 60, 40. They're like, oh, you just came off an apprenticeship? They talking, they get 60. You know what Yo, I mean? I'm like, 60% of like, the- Yeah, bro. And I'm like, Yo, at first when it was 60, 40, I think, I'm thinking they're thinking like me, 60, 40. You know what I mean? Like. And then after that, but it's man, opposites. Yeah, them sixty, they're, and they're like, "How's how are you gonna get paid more than the tattoo shop?" That's what they would ask. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, "We're providing everything. We're providing the lights. We're providing." They're like, "How are you gonna make more than the shop?" You know, and it really have your mind fucked. Like sitting there fuck, thinking, "Like, I'll start my own shop." Do do bro, <laughs> do barbershops do that? Yeah, they uh, are, huh? Uh, well, that's the thing. A lot of the unfortunately, but a lot of the aestheticas and places like that. Yeah, they do. They're They'll take a big chunk. Big chunk, yeah. Just because they have it is their place, is their chairs. They got that access, bro. They, you know, they they got it on lockdown. It's like a uh, uh, what is it called? They capitalized there. They like they're the only people that were around, really. So it's like they make the rules, but that's where education comes in, and you have to go out there and find it. Like I fucking it took me like two years to finish school, but it's because I went and looked all different places because I was like, no, this shit don't make sense. It doesn't. I'm sure that's what you had to go through, like yeah. just a bunch of. No, nah, I mean, there, like, I mean that's cool that fuck? you found it like that, but now nah, honestly, I've always been like fuck school, fuck anything, college, all that shit. If you're like a, uh, I don't know how to explain. If you're legitimate looking for like, uh, the well, knowledge, I guess what like I mean is the process. Saying, you still have to go through the process though. Like for us, it's school for hair shit. For tattoo artists, you still have to log those hours and do that bullshit, right? I mean, you still have to. <laughs> I mean, we'll say yeah for the sake of it. But nah, you know, <laughs> nah, you don't. No, nah, you don't. That's what a lot of people don't know. But uh, man, it's just it's crazy. They got all kinds of loops and shit through that stuff, bro. There's same workarounds, thing. pretty much. Yeah, hey, same thing. Even for the barbers, bro. They're just trying to make sure they get paid. I've uh, now having a business and like seeing the game from the inside out, bro. It's crazy. Like these people just want your money. They want to get yeah. paid. Yeah, I promise you. Yeah, like, I, I, I believe it. I believe it. You I know? promise you. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you got the right paperwork. That's all they need. Like, yeah. <laughs> but how many years did it take you to get the right paperwork? Oh, it's, bro, it took forever. You know, yeah. and basically what it was, it was gaining that knowledge. The thing is, nobody wants to give that knowledge up. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't understand how we can go further in the game or get more advanced whenever 
they don't want to tell people like what it is. Basically, yeah. they make you start at ground zero where they were. Yeah, instead of picking up, you know, like people come and ask me, I tell them, you know, you want you want to know like what's up. Ask. So for those people so, that want to start doing tattoos and shit, you would say that they gotta be prepared for the bumpy road. Oh, definitely, bro. Yeah. yeah. See, uh, I didn't know that shit. Like. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. bro. I mean, it's a, it's, it's basically a fucking. That's what I'm. That's what I meant by that. Like the people that they're like the gatekeepers, the people that own the fucking the barbershops and tattoo parlors at first so it's like you have to go to them and they you get they gotta like you or they gotta see something in you or and it's like damn like but i guess that's part of it you just gotta fucking make an industry type shit man yeah once you make your way in the industry and you've been doing it for so long then they have to they have to give you your credit you know what i mean like they can't deny it there's nothing that they could do there's proof you know what i mean people are talking they're like shit like He's, he's been doing it. You know what I mean? And they have to, bro. It's crazy. But uh, the way they get you is by making you think that you can't make your way. So they make you think that you can't make your way on your own. You need them. You need so that, man, you give them your money. It's fucking crazy, bro. And, like, it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Man, to all the people that are doing it and they're just grinding, you know, without validation from anybody, like, the way I see it, that's like getting a receipt. You know what I mean? Receipt, like, you know, they they call it a diploma or a degree, or you know what I mean? I call it a receipt. Like, you know, what I mean? didn't nobody have to tell me I was a tattoo artist? You know that that receipt that they gave me? Like, I was a tattoo artist long. Yeah, because Av shit. can can be. I don't know if he has a license, but I see his cut, and I'll be like, "Cut me, nigga!" Like you, you, you call with it, you know yeah, what I'm saying? But I don't need to be. I don't be like, "Let me see your license." Man, that's nah, what I'm nobody saying. has somebody ask you that out of all the people if you cut I up. I probably had it like twice, and it was like some fucking square or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, that's like, crazy. Hey. Hey. hey, you got a license, brother? Then I ain't want that cut, man. You know what I mean? It ain't nobody ever looked at my work and be like, "You licensed though?" <laughs> like they're just there, like, "Ah, oh, this shit cold. I want <laughs> yeah, this." Yeah, like, bro, like. That is funny oh, as fuck. Huh? I'm in jail, bro. A lot of motherfuckers learn in jail, and jail's like the dirtiest fucking place that you can be in. And they're, they're they they profit off of every mm-hmm. uh, every prisoner. They profit what thirty six thousand or some shit like that. Off of oh every- yeah, I'm in dirty. That dirty too, but <laughs> dirty like like bro. There's motherfuckers in jail doing some cold ass pieces. And oh, like, oh, okay, like, cold. Like, dirty like dirty like, like hep C dirt. Yeah, hep, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh shit, you're right. So, yeah, I mean that—that's the strangest shit. But it at is what, what point did you realize, like, all right, I'm a—I'm not a fucking little apprentice no more. Like, I'm a—I'm a boss. I'm a fucking tattoo shop owner, and like, uh, man, I never really got that attitude, bro. You know, to be honest, like, uh, barely this past year, I would say, I started saying that I'm a tattoo shop owner, stuff like that. But uh, man, everything that I ever did, I did it for my whole crew and. Everybody who's ever had my back, man. So it wasn't my thing. It was everybody. Even the people that you can't see. You know what I mean? Like, shit, my wife, shit, my mom. Like, hey, my biggest supporters. You know what I mean? Like, people don't know. Like, <laughs> it's pretty oh, yeah. crazy. But uh, I don't know. I never felt like that, bro. Uh, I knew I wanted to do my own thing whenever I just knew that their validation wasn't shit to me. Is really what it was. Because uh, I went to other places. Uh, I went to Texas, really, is what it was. Uh, Texas is the biggest state that has more of the things that are open or accessible to us. Kind of like 
uh, Cali got, you know, LA and they just got a lot of shit, a lot of opportunity, record labels, movie like, like you know, a lot Texas of in like itself, that. if Texas wanted to be their own fucking, they wanted to be their own country, they could be, bro. Man, it's crazy yeah. how Texas hey, So they is. got everything there. You know, in Oklahoma, we really don't got shit like that. And even like city wise. So like, even though I had a lot of exposure, like AV said out here in Oklahoma, man, it wasn't nothing. That wasn't enough. You know what I mean? It wasn't getting the bills paid. Like, man. So. I went out, you know, when you go to Texas, you you got Dallas, San Antonio, Houston, El Austin. Paso, Austin. Yeah, bro. And not to mention all the small towns with oil money and different shit like that, bro. Hey, they it's popping over there. Like, it's crazy, bro. And all these places are two to three hours apart from each other. You could go in a line, man, hit for like a... Bro, that's exactly what it was. You know what I mean? Uh, but, it, man, it just started when... I I felt like I didn't need their validation. I was like, who the hell are they to tell me I'm a tattoo artist or I'm a, you know what I mean? And I was like, and that's when I got all my homies on board. You know, I hit them all up and I was like, hey, man, fuck them. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, y'all want to learn to do this like the right way? They were already doing it. So, (coughs) excuse me. That's a dab cough, by the way, guys. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Now we yeah, got a fucking... Hey, whoa, whoa. We're in this generation. Yeah. Oh, we're in this fucking time. shit out like now, that right now. We're going to look like, back and be like, man, remember when we had a cough and be like, hey, bro, no, this is just a, you know, hey, that, cough. Like, woo, hey, that. brother. Dry throat, you know, like... Even me, like, you know, I, I heard sneezing ain't a big deal. You know, you don't get it through that, but... I remember I was in Walmart and I had a sneeze, bro. I was holding. I was like, <laughs> like, oh, hell nah. No, look at you like you're a zombie. Like, yeah. oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh, shit. Like, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Well, shit, where were we at? Lovely times. Uh, nah, so like, uh, this this is after high school now, right? I'm already doing my apprenticeship now, like I said. Like, I'm. Yeah, and uh, I'm. Man, I'm at my house. I'm trying to get my homies on board. My homies that went to high school with me and different shit like that, even the ones I knew, like, in that whole time. So nobody's doing nothing, bro. Mad talent. Man, my homie Tank. Check him out on Instagram. <laughs> Facebook, Tank Ramirez. Uh, my, man, my homie Tank. So mad skill. Dude, pick up a pen, draw anything. Like hey, by the way, Tink like, still owes me a black book. That motherfucker's had it for like three years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I oh, let yeah. him know. <laughs> but, uh, man, so he's not, man, I'm like, yo, what's going on? He's not doing nothing like as far as art-wise or nothing. Uh, at this time, he's back in Texas, you know what I mean? Like, And uh, I'm like, man, come, come up to Oklahoma. I was like, I've learned some shit now. I was like, tattooing ain't the same like when we were in school, you know what I mean? Like, hey, these niggas done... Got it legit now. They know a couple wins and now it's a couple of tricks. You know they've learned some shit. Like I've seen what they do is like come through. You know, let me let me show you what's up. Like uh, and he's like, all right, bet. So he comes back down, man. And at that time, uh, Easy pops back into the picture. So uh, man, he comes through and uh, his sister hits me up. I was always super cool with the sister, and she's like, hey, so my my brother wants to start tattooing and stuff like that. Like. When you were at the shop, he's like, how can he do that? And I was like, man, tell him to come by. Let me holler at him. Like, you know, she's like, all right. So he comes through and he's watching me tattoo and whatnot. Uh, Man, I tell him the business. I I had a lot of extra equipment at that time. So I had my whole station. I had one extra station. So I put up this extra station and I'm like, look, y'all don't got clientele like that yet. This, this, and that. It's like, y'all could use this station. I was like, y'all could take turns out of it until y'all start building up like that. I was like, once y'all get more people, I was like, 
we'll get more shit put up this next spot. You know what I mean? And just keep it going like that. You basically build as you went type shit. Yeah. So, you know, and they were like, fuck it. We're down with it. You know what I mean? Man, I should started taking off, bro. That first day, I should you not sitting there talking to him. These dudes walk in. I was about to tattoo him. They're sitting there about to watch me. And uh, I really don't remember what I was doing, man. Easy had somebody already that he was going to tattoo to show me and whatnot. You know what I mean? Like that. And uh, Tank was kind of chilling back, but already knew he could tattoo. Uh, homie walks in. He's got somebody with him. And I'm like, shit, he's available right now. You know what I mean? Like, what's up? And he's like, uh, fuck it, I'm down. He's like, you think you can get down on a name right here? I remember and it was like uh, Inahosa or something. Tank was like, hell yeah. That nigga picked up a marker, did it right there freehand, like, cold, bro. Like, people out here just weren't doing shit like that. Like, Damn. man, when it came to script and stuff like that, well, see, the way I see it, that's kind of a Mexican thing. Oh no, in the tattoo game, yeah, you know what I mean. The lettering and shit like that, yeah, man. That's, oh, all the essays have it unlocked. You know what I mean, like. But uh, so there's no essays that are tattooing. There ain't no Mexican people out here tattooing. Ain't nothing like that. So, man, as far as letter wise was going, that man, the only thing that they could get was Microsoft Word. You know what I mean? Anything like. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, hey, my nigga's picking up a pen, He said bro. it like that, man. Hey, my nigga's picking up a pen and just getting down. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, this shit's about to be so I can't so wait to have that soundboard, bro, right there. That Real shit. What would you say is your specialty? Because I know, you know, you, uh, tattoo artists can do, you know, most likely Hey, my everything. bad. Before you uh, ask that, my bad, my bad bro. What was it about that that made you, like, is that when you kind of first seen, like, damn, I, it's me tattooing, and then I got the homie tattooing, and then it was like that shop vibe, huh? Like, yeah, and that was the first chance right there, so that's in my mom's garage, man. Uh, we're making money, you know, and this is during income tax season, I remember, like, it was coming up, so, uh, yeah, because, like, we started kicking it and whatnot, this is, like, I'm gonna say 2012, yeah, maybe 2012 or late, late, late 2011, like December. Yeah, going into 2012 type shit. Uh, man, and uh, it was just starting. So whenever these people were coming and they were bringing clients with me, they were picking them up, bro. Like, if I thought I was making a lot of money, like in this time, like, you know, I'd make 300 bucks in one day, bro. And I'd be like, fuck, I made $300. Like, this is unbelievable to me. Like, I'm like, man, you know, I, I've seen my mom go to work day in, day out, every day and Man, come back with a hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Like end of the day type shit, or yes, like chinga, whatever. No, yeah, like man. A... You know they, she breaking her back. And uh, man, I I'm sitting here making two fifty, three hundred bucks like in a day, like sitting in this chair doing what you love. Yeah, bro. You know what I mean? This is unbelievable to me. Like I'm like holy shit. And then uh, I start seeing the homies getting the same money, bro. Like i'm like whoa like what's happening here and it wasn't even a lot of money bro like man if you but it was enough for them to like do their thing and then yeah that shit is a crazy when you know that every, bro, like, so i was like i gotta get the fuck out of here you know what i mean like <laughs> too hot bro i'm at my mom's crib yeah I'm like, i gotta get the fuck out of here so i get my own spot bro uh man i'm right there off 36 in portland uh on a corner house on liberty uh, it has a garage, man, and we turned that motherfucker out. Like, made a studio out of it on the side, you know what I mean? Like, 
so w- was it Twisted Minds or was it still? Yeah, that's no, when it. Yeah. That's when it was officially it, born. It, well, it's been Pretty, TMK since the graffiti days. Yeah, it was TMK since the graffiti days. So we still rock TMK, and I still say, it, man, man, we still graph. You know what I mean? We don't just tattoo. We do a lot of shit, bro. Uh, even more than graffiti shit. Now we do graphic design, and I got that iPad with me all the time. You know what I mean? Like uh, signs, all kinds, business of shit. cards, yeah, murals, like uh, shit, clothes. You know what I mean? We make our own clothes, like. Uh, shit, that's my cousin's shirt, Filetto Tats. Yeah, Check shout out, out to Filetto, man. That yeah, motherfucker, you know I mean? solid, solid dude right there, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's tight. That's tight, bro. Um, so, uh, right now, where is your shop located? Uh, Northwest 23rd in Villa. I'm in front of Shepherd's Mall. Yeah. Yeah. So. That was the next location after the garage? Oh, no, no. He said. I was like, currently, like, oh, yeah, okay. where's my yeah, shop? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 that's no, currently. no. Yeah, no, uh. What was he saying? Why you so you the opened garage? the, you went to the garage, turned it into shop. That's where we were at. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, man, we're just getting it, bro. We're there, and then I went from there to get in a house. So uh, we're there. It was booming, man. We had people parking around the whole fucking corner. It was stacked, bro. It was crazy. We had two rooms in there and a and a little bathroom. So I had its own bathroom on the side and shit. People weren't having to go. Piss on the piss outside, like you know at the half like? court podcast. Ah <laughs> 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 uh, shit. <laughs> Uh oh, nah. Uh, man, so it, it it started getting crowded. Uh, when we first started, so it was me, Tank, and Easy. Uh, after that, the homie Felipe came in, man. So Felipe came in and uh, he was like, "Hey, man, I want to start getting down," you know. And it was crazy because at this time, he's a grapher, he's a writer, he hangs out with my homie Tank, and uh, I don't really know him much at this time, and uh, I just knew that he was doing what. I would do, and he was looking for a way that he could start making money. You know what I mean? He didn't want to be doing what he was doing. He was working at a restaurant and shit. Like, you know, he was like, I'm tired of this shit. Like, and, uh, man, I fell for him. I was like, hell yeah, man. I was like, start coming through. So then we started uh, putting two people in the booth. Right after that, the homie Felipe comes through. My uh, my cousin, Filero Tatia, uh, he gets out of prison, man. So he gets out of prison, and I'm like, man, come through. You know what I mean? Like, so you pretty much putting everybody in. Yeah, I'm like, hey, yeah. I got this spot. I was like, we're popping off. I was like, we got clients. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, it's people coming through. I was like, come in, man. And uh, I couldn't get him to come in for the longest. He's, he's man, he still had that street mentality. You know what he I he mean? was institutionalized. Like, he bro, was like, nah. yeah, hey. Man, well, shit, he just got out. You yeah, know what I mean? I he's trying, trying to, to. I ain't trying to be around these motherfuckers. Yeah, he's trying to go out there and kick it, do small shit, you know, not get that. And, uh, man, uh, well, he ends up going over there. We end up splitting booths and stuff, too. So now we got two people to a booth, and it's a small-ass booth, bro. Like, uh, So I had to move from there. So I ended up getting a house. We moved from there. Uh, I got a house over off, like, 64th and Penn, and uh, I turned the whole house out instead of just, like, how the garage is. You know what I mean? Like that. And I'm like, fuck it. I need, like, the space. So we do that. Uh, from there, uh, I moved to the north side. We're off like 50th of MacArthur, and now I got a bigger house with a real big garage part on the side where we all fit. You know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah, let's go over here. Uh, man, we were over there doing it for a while. We were there for a cool minute, a couple years. And then that's when I decided I was going to get my own shop after I started seeing it was booming. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, fuck it. I was like, then I'm going to get my own shop. So then I went legit. I got my own spot. Uh, it was over there off 26 and Robinson. That was my first shop. Yeah. And, uh, 
man, I, I went the legit way about that, like trying to get it paperwork wise. And I went through the bank, put down my deposit, this swoop, did that in the third. Uh, man, shit ended up falling out because uh, I was buying from an owner. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. uh, fuck, it ended up falling out with her, and she just she got she got into some shit with the state, and it, it was didn't work bullshit. out. Yeah. yeah, I ended up not getting the spot. Yeah. And uh, I was supposedly buying on that, man. Uh, I got some back from it, but took a big L on it. A lot of you live and you learn type shit, yeah. man. And just had to start back up. And then that's when I got the spot where I'm at now. Yeah. And how many uh, how many people are in your, your team? Shit. So right now we got like 14 artists. Yeah. Damn. It's pretty it's crazy. Deep. Damn. Oh, yeah. That's what, yeah, that's why I'm asking all kinds of fucking questions. I'm like, this nigga went from... Bombing fucking trains <laughs> to having a shop yeah, with fourteen. Damn, that's crazy. So, uh, going back to that question is like, what do you think is like your specialty? Where you are like, I'm gonna kill this shit. Uh, I specialize in black and gray realism. I do a lot of portraits. Uh, that's probably my favorite thing to do. But I mean, I could do anything. Uh, uh, I'm an award winning artist, so I got like awards in different categories and stuff so in I case y'all need myself. some receipts uh, <laughs> yeah exactly no shit yeah yeah hell yeah that's but, tight man that's tight uh where do you want to go from here that you have like you pretty much established with that place so shit, where do you want to go? go worldwide bro worldwide yeah it sounds crazy but hey people look at me and they think i'm crazy but fuck i started in the hood man like i said i was over off 36 in portland started in the garage you know what i mean went from house shit to having a shop to i own the biggest shop in oklahoma yeah, not Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. You know what I mean? So, like, uh, I got 14 artists, and it's got four suites in it. Like, man, just to be able to do that. And I'm not trying to say all this to show off, but more to give people some hope. Uh, people like me, man. Uh, people who were in the hood that felt that they had no chance to be able to do nothing or anything like that. And, man, there's there's always a way. You know what I mean? Like, if you want it, you can have it. Yeah, that's what's up. Hell yeah. So worldwide, worldwide, worldwide. multiple shops. It. Yeah, it's it. possible. The art is stupid, bro. Tank, yeah. easy. I got Ooh. different crew members, like, in different parts of the state now. So, I mean, I got people all through Texas now. Man, they be rocking with us just because of the convention. So I started traveling. Uh, I usually tra travel with the Ink Masters Tattoo Circuit. Uh, and, well, I met a lot of people from there. And they just started rocking with us. They got to know me, see what we're about, you know what I mean? And... They rock TMK over there now, too. There's TMK in Arizona. There's TMK in Texas. You know, now Oklahoma. Uh, I got people in Michigan. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get it established. The way I see it that I'm starting it is uh, there's East Coast already. You know what I mean? There's West Coast already. There's South, you know, Third Coast. People do like that. Uh, I want to rock it from the South to the North, up and down in the middle because we're in the middle. We're in Oklahoma, so anything from Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Missouri, you know, Illinois, Michigan, like that that whole little route all the way up, like Twisted Mind Tattoos everywhere, you know, and that's going to be our establishments. They're going to be like spots for us to be able to like just stop, post up, people come in, get some work done, you know what I mean, and go on to the next place, whatever we want to do. Or Hell yeah. It's like a... Uh, <clears throat> Being in on 23rd, because we did our underground <laughs> session over there, and that shit was like, being around so many artists is kind of crazy, bro, because it pushes your creativity, too. Like, yeah. we're in there like, damn, we're in here with some fucking, this niggas could draw whatever. That shit is crazy, bro. You're putting that shit in, on people's skin, like, 
That's yeah. crazy. The tattoo scenario, mm-hmm. man. It's like the scene is just crazy, man. Like I, it's I I've always been a big fan of tattoos, that's man. That's the best way I can explain it. I don't know why, man. Hey, that's kind of controversial. I feel like they don't consider tattoo in hip hop. You know what I mean? But hey, because like they they say graffiti, but most graffiti writers went to tattooing now. You know what I mean? So like I think yeah, that's a big fuck element. Yeah, tattoos is a huge element to hip hop. You know what right? I mean? Like, yeah, that's exactly. What I'm saying. And, and, I mean, Little Wayne was like a Little Wayne, bro. He was yeah, he was. Yeah, he started the face, the tat face. You know, yeah, like it's never fucking mentioned. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy, man. Why? Why do you think that is? I don't know. I really don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it should. So, who's the one that the who, who comes up with the what is it? The five elements of hip hop? Uh, which one what, is it's five? Or how many is it? Um, like shit, DJing, b-boying, sure. graffiti. Tank probably knows that. Yeah, shit. <laughs> no, yeah, it's DJing, b-boying, graffiti. Uh, that should be. I think that's it. Rapping, and MCing, yeah, MCing, DJing, yeah, b-boying, graffitiing, and the and the and the sake of having fun. Yeah, like <laughs> probably drugs. Can't forget the you know drugs. What I mean? nah. <laughs> Uh, Talking about drugs, man. So, well, I see that dad break right there. What's up with that? Oh, me. I was like, you, I, I know yeah. you did not bring that just to show it off, no, bro. And then we, we deep in, in this hey, podcast. Yeah, I'll take one. Yeah. People yeah. are probably going to be like, hey, bro, it's not drugs. It's medicine. No, <laughs> so so while y'all taking that drug, curious. <laughs> while y'all smoking that shit, curious uh, thing that I was like, while we were setting up the whole podcast, I'm in my head thinking, like, what would the world be without drugs? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking twax, man. man. I'm telling you. Man. <laughs> I don't I'm just know, curious. Man, I, like, did you think it? I feel like drugs give people. Does it help they, or does it? It gives people a different, like, a, it alters their mindset sometimes. It can. Because it makes you go places where mentally sober you can't really be. So when you're on some shit, you're like kind of exploring. <laughs> I, I, I was like, where would this world be without nothing? Like, just not even alcohol. Just that's some crazy shit. It would suck. Bro. I think. I, I think. Would you why, think that, that would be more like where, like uh, history is good? I guess because you. I guess you could track back how far back there was. Was there ever a time when it was just pure? I doubt it, bro. I mean, like old well, motherfuckers were on acid and like the Beatles and shit. <laughs> like those motherfuckers were. Like Charles Manson and all them niggas. They I were, wish I, that we had like a simulator where it can just tell us like, okay, if this, there wasn't no drugs, the suicide rate or whatever. Because like a lot of people use drugs to escape. So maybe the suicide rate would be a higher because you don't have shit to kind of escape. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's like, I don't know. It's, it's a curious, it's a curious thing, you know, like, because a lot of people use drugs to like escape, you know? So... Yeah, like instead of commit suicide, they'd be like, you know what? Let me just no, fucking no. do meth or God damn. <laughs> or, or <laughs> See, bro, that's kind of that's what happens when you torch shit in front of people. They start thinking meth. I know. <laughs> okay, let's go to lower scale. Weed, maybe coke. I don't know. What is it? I didn't see how you did it, bro. You just uh, fucking. So I'm gonna heat it up. Heat when it was up. the last time you dab, baby? Couple five six seconds. Uh, probably like um. I'm not gonna lie. I went to dance like three days ago, and I hit it. But he has a different <laughs> rig, though. It's like a yeah. little. Are you gonna hit it, bro? Go ahead, just drop it in, bro. Nah. Cap it. Here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, straight. 
I mean, they can hand it to you over there. They can hand it to you over there. All right. But yeah, man, uh, you know. uh, Nice. AV can't take it. How did it hit, brother? Nice. Hi, hi as a giraffe. <laughs> but yeah, it's just curious shit that that happens. Uh, you want to hit it, bro? You good? Nice. It's just uh, curious shit that you know goes through my mind. I I think uh, one of the things uh, that I was talking about with AV is what we like to call turbulence. You know, when you have a lot of shit in your mind, like you're thinking about multiple shit, where it, like sometimes I can't even sleep and shit because I'm mm-hmm. just thinking the shit. Like, oh, like it's just a. Like your my brain do is you, like yeah. Do you ever get that shit? Like you have so many ideas and like shit you want to do and like a lot of shit at the same time that you got going on. And <laughs> yeah, definitely, um, man. I think most of the time I'm like that. Honestly, yeah, yeah. I really don't get a lot of sleep, man. That sounds crazy, but yeah. like uh, I'm just used to being up late. And then I don't know for some reason I wake up early, man. It'd be like seven thirty, eight o'clock. Fucking wake up, open my eyes, can't go back to sleep. Yeah, man. It don't matter. And usually I go to sleep by three thirty, like. Three, three, three. You know what I mean? It'd be late, so man, waking up at seven, like, I mean, why do you think is that? Um, that you go to sleep late? Is it because you don't want your day to end, or you're like, I'm not fucking tired, or what is it? For one, I don't. I'm not tired. Uh, man, and yeah, there's just not enough hours of the day. Definitely, yeah. that used to be me, yeah. especially when I when I I used to work, you know, a lot of hours, and I would not want to go to sleep early it's like yeah. i don't want my day to be over yeah. especially if i knew i had the next day off i'm like fuck i don't want it to end because you have your day off and then you're like fuck i gotta go back to that shit again you know so i think that you almost felt like two days off yeah like, hey, get yeah, out and just so, keep yeah yeah so it's like yeah. uh i yeah i've been having a hard time like yesterday was like i had a when i went to bed i had to just like close my eyes and meditate breathe deeply and for some reason it kind of worked i would just went to sleep i fell asleep it worked but it was like one of those days that probably was up for like a good hour. Just so did you go to sleep? Why'd you go to sleep then if you weren't falling asleep by yourself though? Well, it was I was it was about eleven and I'm over here like all right, let me just go to sleep. That way I can wake up early, and I just couldn't fall asleep. Couldn't fall asleep past an hour. I was like, nah, I gotta go to sleep. And normally I would probably just either watch videos like YouTube tutorials and to learn like video shit or whatever Hell get better. Yeah. But I was like, man, I got to go to sleep because then that turns into two, three hours. And then there goes waking up. Yeah, there goes waking up early. I mean, so. Man, you still got to get up early, bro. No. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> nah, it's like shit. So I just closed my eyes and I was like, you know what? I started breathing deep and breathing exercises, I guess you can call it. And meditating, man, just clearing my mind out because it's, it's hard sometimes. But it, it did work. I, I feel like today I got some some pretty decent sleep. So. How do you deal with that, bro, when you get those turbulences and shit? That's what we like to call it, turbulence, when we have a lot like, of shit. Just all kinds of shit you're thinking about? Uh, to be honest, I'm bad about it, too, bro. I'll stay up and try to figure it out. You don't like, clear your mind? Like, find ways to be like, you know what? How the fuck can I clear my mind? Cause, I'm not going to lie. Sipping with people and talking about shit is cool sometimes. Like, that's a way that I do it now. But, uh, yeah, shit. Uh, it's hard for me to sleep, to be honest. I yeah. Mean, I just is it like? Like often, like almost every night type shit. Probably. Yeah. God damn. I mean, since I've been doing videos and shit like that, bro, there's a lot of shit you're thinking about, like videos. That's exactly. I think hair. that was one of. The- and then you're like being around people too. I think that's that has to do with it. So if I'm in the barbershop all fucking day with people, 
listening to their shit, and then like you just have this like I'm almost used to being in that fucking, which is it can be bad too, cause then. So, man, what you're saying, I was gonna say that I feel like it's part of the lifestyle. Almost, man, I'm it's just, my lifestyle. So I'm never really not thinking about that. You know what I mean? I don't really get to ever just like not. And I think it's because uh, we're 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 always thinking of other shit to to take it to the next level. Like we're not that average person that's just thinking and about. See, I can understand that because you, like, for example, you don't smoke, so I can understand meditating because that's this is probably our meditation. This is probably our meditation. Like, I yesterday I got I sipped with my dad and we talked about life and what's coming and. We were sipping, you know, we weren't fucked up, but we were, that was almost meditative therapy for me because I know, okay, my dad is on board, we're working on something where, you know, boom, 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 bet, you know, it was like a team meeting, so everybody just has different, but it's taken me a minute to convince all my tribe to be on the same shit too, so that's why I think there's not a lot of sleep and shit like that, like, it's hard, bro, like, I know that from the time I wake up to when I go to sleep, it's gonna be, like, constant something yeah i feel like it like what it's i life said. man i don't know like i hear what you're saying and i get it but i don't really understand like uh when people have like that different life i guess they get to go to work they get to clock out yeah. and then that's i think that's that's what i was saying yeah, like you know what i mean like you know what i mean yeah that's exactly what I'm saying. exactly yeah. that's i think yeah, what it so is so like i man i i don't feel that you know to me i'm like that's an excuse or that's a way to just like get away from actual life or and it's crazy because a lot of people are like, well, your family requires time. Well, this, you know, that like, and man, if, if they're there with you, you know what I mean? Or if they're there for you, then they'll be there with you. Like, yeah. So. Um, yeah. Sometimes like I'll be like, do I, do I need therapy to see what the fuck, what the fuck? Like, for turbulence? For turbulence. Exactly. Hit that dab. Huh? No shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just to see, uh, you guys, uh, believe in that shit or what? You believe in therapy? Uh, I mean, I, w- I would say so, but that's just talking it out. I would say this is therapy. You know what I mean? That's tight. Like, yeah. Man. Or even like what you were saying, the meditation. Yeah. And the meditation is kind of like smoking. Whenever I smoke and I'm sitting back at the crib, I sit there, I smoke, and I'll be by myself. My wife don't smoke or nothing or nobody, so yeah. then I chill. And then I'm like... Um, I get what, stillness. Like just... Bro, yeah. And when I enter that zone, all I can think about is what you're talking about, my life. Like what I got going on. And then it lets me plan it out almost in focus. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to do this. I need to do that. You know, how can I do it? And then I see, almost put it in the line, and then I knock them out. Boom, 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 boom. You know what I mean? Goals, do you ever execution. write shit down? Or you just, it's all in the year? No, I do write shit down, actually. I got a pad. Uh, uh, I forget a lot of shit. I smoke a lot. So a lot of these thoughts, I get a lot of things where it's like, boom, sporadic right there. Go about my day, forget about it. Pfft. I won't think about it again. You know what I mean? But uh, if I write it down, I'll be like, oh, yeah. Like, and I'll remember the exact thing that I thought about at that time. Like, even in my sketch pad, sometimes I'll write something. Like, it'll be some words. You know what I mean? And it'll be like uh, a thing for a whole mural. Like, and it'll be two, three words on there just, but it's what made me remember that. Yeah. But That shit's crazy, bro. Yeah, man. The other day we were playing beats and we were kind of faded. And the homie fucking said some dope shit, bro. And I was like, I wrote it down. I was like, we got to write this one down. And then I sent it to him the next what, day. What was the verse? It was uh, trying to live my best life, but I keep fucking up. Like, he just said that shit out of nowhere. And I was like, 
Bro, you know how many people would relate to that shit? <laughs> Ew, yeah. But see, like, now, like, if it, we're just faded. If I wouldn't have wrote that shit down, it would have just been, like, one of those because cool it's, it's real, bro. It's because it's real. That's tight. That's yeah. tight. Hey, don't let Drake listen to this podcast. He'll steal that shit. Yeah, for real. Huh? Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> for real. No, but shout out Foul Beats, though. He, he was the one that came up with that one. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. So, I mean, yeah, man. Uh, where, if you had to go back five years from now, brother, like, and you had to tell yourself something, like any change to make any change or something, what would it be? man just keep going go go harder uh i was already doing it and i really don't regret any of the stuff that i was doing uh everything that i did is what got me to the point where i could be here uh man it it would be to go harder uh i feel like i doubted myself a lot because uh a lot of people they're scared for you a lot of a lot of good people, some of the closest people to you that believe in you the most. Self doubt is 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 bad, uh, man. Yeah, and the thing is that they want the best for you, but they're scared. They're scared because they never been there themselves. You know what I mean? So, so they don't want like, you to suffer, kinda. Yeah, they don't want you to suffer, and they're like, "What if you fail?" And to me, it's like, "Shit, I'd rather fail a thousand times and never fucking try." Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, pff, I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, you got kids? One. One. Yeah. Boy or a girl? A girl. I got a yeah. daughter. Yeah. So if she says she wants to be a tattoo artist growing up. Fuck it. I cool. mean, if that's what she wants to do. Yeah. yeah. That's tight. That's tight. Yeah, definitely. Picture? Yeah, yeah. Picture, picture. <laughs> Boom. So um, 10 years from now, where do you want to see? You said worldwide? Yeah, bro. So, is so it, like, is, do you want to stay just with the tattoo scene or you want to expand? No, nah, man, so, like, uh, I don't represent just the tattoo scene. I own a tattoo shop, but I don't even consider myself a tattoo artist. I'm an artist. You know what I mean? I do graffiti. I do tattoos. Uh, shit, I, you just I create. do graphic designs. Yeah, I do all kinds of shit. You know what I mean? Uh, tattooing just happens to be one of the things that I'm good at. You know what I like? Yeah. Uh, but more as a part of the culture. Like I was saying, the reason I, I do this, like, Man, bottom of my heart, it's because I want to see other people make it. Uh, man, y'all really don't understand. Like, when I was young, like, there there was another tattoo artist. You know, I was explaining to y'all about it being illegal. Like, uh, so I just felt like there was going to be no way or no help for me coming out of high school or anything like that. You feel trapped and you're like, what am I going to do? You know, uh, man, leading into a life of just bad shit. You know what I mean? Just lost out there. And... I want people to know, like, if you like drawing, you know what I mean? You like doing like that. You can tattoo and you can make money. You know what I mean? Like, uh, not everybody's an athlete. You know what I mean? Like, they don't teach that shit in school. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of shit they don't teach. Yeah, like, <laughs> so, uh, not, every, not everybody on likes this, doing that. You know, you have all this free time now with all this quarantine and COVID-19 bullshit. What have you, what do you normally do? I draw, bro. Draw. Yeah. So you keep you keep perfecting your craft. Man, bro, I've been going at it. I've been making alphabets left and right, bro. Just like different ones, like coming up with them on the daily. Like shit, you know, I just sitting there and just practice, 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 bro. And not even because I, man, like want to get something out of it or nothing. Just because I like that shit that much. Like, 
I don't know how to explain it like that. Now, basically, oh. before you were probably in your room drawing already out of fun, but you were like, damn, I can't be doing this shit because I'm not getting money, so I can't just sit here and fucking draw all day. So now you're like, damn, I can fucking just sit here in my room and draw all day and get paid. <laughs> yeah, honestly. That's tight. Bro, so like I do shit, and man, I actually got something for y'all too, but uh, so like how you got your podcast. Uh, I like listening to a lot of radio shit. Uh, mainly music and stuff, but so, but it's live. People spinning, people doing shit like that, just getting yeah. down on the tables. So they're sitting there. And shout out to Jay Poe. He's been doing Jay Poe. Yeah, know, that's the first person yeah. I thought of when you said so, live spinning. Eddie Jay Poe and Eddie yeah. Brasco. Yeah. Shout out to both of them, man. So the uh, dynamic duo. Oh me, <laughs> tight, uh, tight. Man, so I sit at my house. I throw these live jams on. Uh, I fucking pull out my dabs. That's how you zone in to start drawing and shit? Yeah, bro. That's tight. So I sit there, and I fucking start drawing. Then I draw shit for, like, J-Poe or for, like, you guys. So, before I forget, before I forget, is this happening? The live tattoo thing? I'm down. Ah. (laughs) I'm telling you, if that happens, that's epic. I'm I'm down, bro. Yeah. That's epic. I don't know if we can do it. J-Poe, Eddie Brosco, and then y'all two in the background. Man, shit man. would be wild. That yeah. shit would be epic, man. A lot of coverage, huh? Yeah. And then the camera is just switching from J. Poe, Eddie Brosco, Cave, and, and AV. That, that's history right that's there. That's history. Yeah. That's history, hey, man. That's like, cool. shit, can't get any bigger than that, you know? So, uh, what were we saying? I don't know. We got excited. We yeah, got excited. we got too excited. <laughs> this is what happens. Uh, we're talking man. about uh, art. How you so, got yeah, it? basically, you asked him what he was doing, doing quarantine. So he's been just drawing. Yeah, yeah bro. Hey, and listening I, and, to jams and shit. Man, yeah. Hey, and man, thank you, everybody that's been blessing me still. Hey, people have been on the cash app, the PayPal and shit. Because I've been doing things for other people, like like I'm saying, like y'all or stuff like that. And just for the fun. I'm not doing it to get paid. But shit, you know what I mean? If y'all want to help me out, then by all means. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel shit. like it, it's what it is, pride and value, bro. Because it's so, like, you know, you provide... A lot of your clients value that some of them pull up and be like, hey, I'm going to pay you. I know, you know, I haven't gotten the cut yet. You know, it's a tough yeah, time. Yeah, like people want to show then, love because they feel for you. They're like, yeah. Oh, bro, like, you, and they feel it themselves, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bro. <laughs> like, oh, damn. Yeah, bro. It's a like, tough, I mean, it's a crisis, bro. That's what every business, everything goes through. So you got to fucking thug it out. Yeah. yeah. Man, and the craziest part is like, I feel the only reason we're going through this is because we're legit. So we want to do right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. we're trying that, to... You're, politi- you're, you're playing the politics. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? So we trying to do right, but man, by all means, like this shit get dragged down, stuff like that. Boy, nah. I, all I got to say is I know I have a job. Not like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Like I that. can make magic happen. I don't know. I, 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 like, yeah, <laughs> get, get Richard I trying like uh, 50 Cent said, motherfuckers. Yeah. I feel like there's things are supposed to go back to normal the second or the first or some shit like that. We're clearly not ready for it, but it, I guess it has to happen because of the economy, you know, because at the end of the day, China was clear. They went back. They opened the train stations and, you know, planes and shit. All they asked, everybody wear masks. But now there's new 100 new cases. So what you going to be doing, Ted, with the mask and gloves? Or you already have gloves, huh? Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, we already I do thinking. a lot of that shit. And to be honest, like the mask, I wouldn't do it while I'd be in shot. But, uh, man, when I would go to conventions, I would do it. And just because, uh, man, it's a little different out there. You're in tight spots, and you're really up close and personal with it. And 
man, sometimes you be in these venues and it be getting hot. People start sweating and some more shit to throw on the mask, bro. Yeah. But I was already getting kind of used to it. And uh, well, now with this happening, I mean, we already got masks at the shop and everything. So. I, I feel like at this point, you know, that it's going to take a minute to find the cure. The best thing they should come up with is a solution to detect who has it or not, which I think is still challenging. But like an easy, like an easy way that's not like, oh, you got to go to the well, doctor. temperature, that's a good way. You think the temperature is that went, is that like a main? I mean, I went to the hospital the other day or to pick up some medicines and shit, and they got my temperature, and they were doing it to everybody. So the temperature is like everybody that has COVID nineteen or the coronavirus. Oh no, I guess some people don't have symptoms. So that's what I'm saying. Like they got to find a way where they can. If you're not ready to die, you better get ready, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, like find a system or a way. I don't know, fucking uh, eye scan or some shit. I don't know. Uh, I feel like that's we're gonna have to live with it. That's what it is because it's probably gonna take a year and a half, two years. Who the fuck knows? But we're gonna have to live with it, man. It's, uh, it's gonna be a. a, a I guess right now is a good time to create content, though. Like this is good. Bro. We wouldn't have time. We would have never been able to get a home real shit. I feel like before. that's <laughs> yeah. That's what yeah. Like, you nah, stay busy. Bro. You well, stay well, on see, it, huh? that, uh, Yeah, man. To be honest, I stay on the scene, bro. It, it's hard for me to come the out two places. Y'all up, huh? Bro. Oh, yeah, that's what it was like. Because right now, bro, they would have been on tour. They would have been yeah. fucking making money. Out. Damn. Yeah, that's that's like, got to be tight, yeah, man. Yeah. Y'all, like, those conventions where y'all just travel and, like, while y'all travel, y'all making money. Like, yeah, bro. fuck. That shit is so live. Like, that's the truth. That's, like, that's my passion. That's I a dream say, come yeah. true, bro. Right man, bro, shit. it really is. Like, it's man. like we go to a convention center with our cameras. Hey, do this for me. Do that. Like, that would be tight. Man, bro, hey, and that is, that's that. the whole goal of it. So, like, for you to have your spot and everything and be posted up, established, that's great. You know what I mean? But who wants to, like, get up and go do something every day? Like, it don't matter how dope it is or whatever. Like, bro, yeah, you'll get tired of it. You know what I mean? Like, whatever it is, you, you got to have just, like, what you actually like doing. Now, if this is your ends, like, you know what I mean, and how you get money and shit like that, then it has its place for it. But, like. Bro, just actually getting out there and doing your thing and just whatever. The like fuck, for us like, this year, that's what we were gonna do. We we're just like, fuck it, we're probably gonna lose money doing this shit. But bro, fuck you, it, we're gonna go to South by Southwest. And I mean, maybe it was a good thing though. Now next year we can be prepared and yeah. have more content and more yeah. viewers and shit. So it was a good opportunity, but shit happens for a reason. So that's the way we look at it. But that was gonna be a big event. But we can prepare for it for next year, like you said. You know. Probably have more content. Our pockets are going to be a little bit better and shit, you know, so. Hey, I say go big or go home, bro. Hey, like on that, like, uh, man, shout out to Hatem. You know, hey, he was one of the oh, first yeah, people. Oh, yeah. Hey, Hatem hey, from Texas. Hey, he was one of the first people to ever be traveling like that to let me, that I seen doing their thing where they weren't just stuck in the shop, just bound to something, and they were out there having fun. They were traveling. He was painting, he was tattooing, like, he's living his life, doing his thing, you know what I mean? Like, to me, that shit was dope. I was like, damn, you know, that's what I want to do. Like, it's cool to have a shop, you know I, what I mean? But, I don't know if uh, he, he, if this is personal, but Roy, uh, the barber, the one that works at Fade Enough, he said that Hayden came down and he, he was like, he needed a place to smoke and draw and shit because he got a job where they paid him to just do a whole fucking store. Like, all the artwork in the store basically was done by him. So he was like, I just let him stay at my place, bro. And every day he was just fucking smoking, drawing shit. Oh, yeah. Like, instead of getting in a hotel, he just went to the homie and was like, yeah. bro, let me just. That's um, live, bro. Yeah. Hey, I do the same thing when I be going out of town and shit like that. I be doing the same thing, bro, for real. Like, even with clients and stuff like that. You popping a bottle, motherfucker? Damn. Damn. <laughs> 
Shit, for real. Hey, be on one. But it's cool, man. It's cool, man. Like the 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 goals you have, and like you you're willing to help. You put a lot of people on and shit. So that's like hella tight, you know. That's kind of what we do, you know. We had some people pick up shirts and, hey, man, I'm starting my own business. How can I get myself out there? And, man, giving people that advice was tight. Like, hey, this oh, is yeah. what I would do personally. Yeah. And it felt good giving them some good advice, you know what I'm saying? And those are people that support us, that that just are out there doing their own shit. That's the yeah, most important yeah. thing of, of, of anything, you know, and that's how it do should be shit. doing. You know, everybody should be uplifting everybody, you know. But everybody's so worried where they're like, man, I don't need no validation from nobody. This one, whoop dee Man, they don't see that that's keeping them down too. Like, the more that we support each other and we validate each other, like, we're the ones making that whole industry kind of like, like how culture, you were saying culture, yeah like you know what i mean but it, it starts with us like you know I mean? it's like if i'm like yo that shit was dope you know what i mean this podcast whoop whoop share you know and then these people start seeing it and they're like whoop, you know start sharing like that but if i'm like yo this shit is whack and just fucking you know not only am i losing out yeah and you're losing out like but we could have both like benefited off of it you know like i wouldn't be here I wouldn't yeah be and, and the most like, important i think the most important mm-hmm. thing is Stay down to earth. Like, I want to get a canvas or something that says down to earth. Oh, to yeah. just remind myself, like, no matter what or where we at, stay down to earth. Cause no that's matter gonna... how many groupies. Yeah. I'm <laughs> on the bus. Like, Man, stay down to earth because that's going to, you're going to be, it's gonna, longevity, more, more important than anything, you know? Because it's like we were saying the other day, like, if, if uh, Mayweather lost everything, and LeBron lost everything. Who who you think people are gonna fuck with? I think people are still gonna fuck with Mayweather. I'm no, not, yeah, I think they still will. Uh, uh, half of it. But LeBron would probably retain eighty to eighty five percent of his followers. Mayweather would lose half, or probably even more. You didn't bring any value besides being the best best boxer. Yeah. If That's I thought it. Mayweather fucking needed a play, I think I'd give him a play. Like, because you know he's Mayweather. Because you know he's Mayweather. That's it. Yeah. I feel you. Uh, shit happens. You just give him a plate, you know. But Crazy. you Maybe compare five him. Dollars, like. you, nah, nah. <laughs> you I think I think he'll lose probably. Brother, like, <laughs> I said, what's up on another one of these? Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We got you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, how, what, what time are we at? Uh, we're at the hour and twenty-one minutes. Oh shit! See, it goes by fast. Yeah. That's like the beauty of Man, this shit. Man, so like, I didn't even get to say why I was shouting out hate him. Reason I was shouting out hate him, and I was telling y'all to go big. Man, it was a whole convention thing. Uh, so this is like 2012, 2013, you know what I mean? It's about to be our first convention. Uh, I wasn't even aware of it. I'm chilling. I'm at my spot. I'm back at the, uh, the one over there off 36 in Portland. I get a call, you know, and I'm like, yeah, what's up? And they're like, is this cave? I'm like, yeah, that's me. And they're like, uh, this is Hatem. You know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, what's up, man? He's like, you know who I am? And I was like, yeah, I heard of you. Like, I see you be doing your thing, tattooing and whatnot. I was like, you get down. He was like, oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. He's like, uh. I've been seeing you do your thing, too, and you get down. He's like, uh, I want to offer you this chance. You know, and I was like, well, what's up? He's like, uh, I'm in the Bahamas right now. He's like, I'm in the Bahamas right now with my family and shit. He's like, uh, I booked a booth out in Houston. He's like, at the Body Art Expo. He's like, hey, it's at their stadium thing. That, uh, man, what the fuck is it called? The Reluctant or something? I don't remember what it is, but it's it's the big spot out there in Houston and shit. And, uh so he's like uh there's a booth he's like you can go out there he's like you can work it he's like you could take it man he's like if you want it he's like it's yours he's like i think you get down and shit he's like just he's like let me know what's up so i was like man i'm down like immediately no questions asked like i didn't even know how i was getting there bro honestly and uh i'm like i'm down i'll take it you know what i mean i was like i'm ready to go so he's like all right 
And, uh, man, we showed up over there. I met some people from San Antonio. That's who I was splitting the booth with, Mike Chagoya. And uh, I would say that's when my career really took off right there. Oh, yeah. Uh, man, I started meeting people from all over the world, bro. New York, Cali. Man, that's tight. Just, it was crazy. That's tight. Like, but the spot was offered to me by somebody who seen me that was doing my thing just out there. And then after that, man, I just got in connection with everybody there networking you know what i mean like just meeting people there and all i had to do was show up and do my thing like uh, i went out there i won a little uh uh painting by tony ramirez and shit so nice and uh man i got a little bit of attention and stuff and at first it was only going to be me doing the tattoos but uh tank and easy decided to go you know what i mean they were like man fuck it we're gonna go they're like it's the first time like and I had already done conventions at that time. I did my first convention in 2010, but never as Twisted Mind mm-hmm. Tattoos. This was our first thing like that. And, uh, man, they ended up getting a spot. The people that were supposed to be next to us uh, got, like, in a car wreck or some shit. And they ended up not making it. So the booth next to us was empty. Tank and Easy fucking posted up and started tattooing. They came up and they were like, hey, y'all can't be doing that. And like, well, how much is the booth? And they told us. So we paid them out the booth, man. They started letting them tattoo. Right then and there, and it was crazy. All of us were working, bro. Try to finesse them. Bro. Nice. Hey. hey, at least they didn't kick y'all out. They were like, yay, pay up or, or get out. Hey, but they yeah. didn't kick y'all out yeah, right so off. It was like, you know, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like Money talks. Bro, and we did our thing. We started getting invited to a lot of Texas shows. And, uh, man, so we did Houston Body Art Expo. We did Gulf Coast, uh, Slingin' Inc. Uh, man, there was all kinds of them. All of them uh, leading up to the point to where we got into the Ink Masters conventions. Uh, once oh, yeah. we got there, man, we started doing the whole tour. And up to this day, you know, it's been going maybe like four years, five years strong now that we do all their shows all the time. Like, that's that's where we at. That's where you find us on tour with the oh, Ink yeah. Masters Tattoo Expo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Shit, that's about it, brother. I think uh, we covered plenty of shit. Do you want to add anything else? Tell somebody... I don't know. What do you think? I think that was some good information. Real shit. shit. I think we'll have you back in a couple episodes, see where the Twisted Mind oh, yeah. movement's at. And Definitely. No? Yeah, yeah. I'd like to give a shout out to everybody that's always had my back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shout out to my everybody, wife, you know. My mom, my crew. Yeah. Man, oh, yeah. all the supporters from everywhere. You know what I mean? Man, and all the real OGs that came before us that people don't even know that really put on, man, like, for the culture the ones that let us see that shit out there in the street and man made it this shit possible really oh yeah hell let yeah man see that there was Big a different way yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah man we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up man cave thank you very much for stopping by taking the time to be in the half court podcast is really humbling and yeah man we're just gonna wrap it up so catch y'all yeah. in the next one man peace